Hey everyone, this is Brittany and I'm here with Mackenzie and you're listening to Rising Radiant Podcast. Today we start episode number two of Leading in Your Lane. Today we'll be talking about what it looks like to find your lane and be true to everything that God has destined for you specifically and His specific call on your life. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, y'all. We are so excited to be back with you today on our second episode of our leadership series. And Britt, I know that we wanted to dive in today of just how to find your lane. And I think we've had so many incredible conversations about this in our friendship, just coffee chats of just what it looks like to step into your lane in the kingdom, to be confident in that, to walk in authority, to walk in boldness. Britt and I are so passionate about just empowering young women to lead in their lane and step into the fullness of what God has for them. And I think this was something we wanted to dive into today because we always get so many questions of what am I called to? Where do I go? What does it look like to lead in my lane, to stay focused? And one scripture that comes to mind when I think of being in your lane, I always think of that Hebrews verse and it's Hebrews 12, one. And it says, let us run this race with endurance, the race that God set out before us, for we will be surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay down every weight aside that sin can so easily entangle us in and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. I think that's so powerful, Kins, and I agree with you. I'm so passionate about this topic and specifically this this series right now that we're doing of leading in your lane and today talking about like how do I personally find my position in being a leader. And you know, our heart for this podcast as we've talked about this is not just to reach the person that's in a leadership role or the person that's a type A leader or the person that's like, oh yeah, I've been leading in things my whole life. But our goal is to reach those people, but to also reach the people who are like, I'm not a leader. I'm behind the scenes. I don't go noticed. I'm more quiet. I'm introverted. I'm not in the forefront. And I think our heart for this message is God also calls you to be a leader. And his heart for us as his kids is to look like him and be like him. And so if we're looking at Jesus as our example and as our father and we carry his DNA, we therefore walk in the same type of leadership that he walked in. And so no matter if you're an introvert, an extrovert, a male, a female, you're old, you're young, it doesn't matter. It's like God has called you to lead. And so today we're just talking about, you know, finding what is my lane? What does that look like to be true to what God has called me to? So good. And one thing that just came to mind too, of just when I'm thinking about Jesus and how he leads is you think that every, you think of Jesus and, you know, you read the stories in the Bible and every single place that Jesus went, he shifted culture. He activated people in purpose. He spoke destiny over people. He pushed them into their passions. Mm, And And I think that so much of leading in our lane is, you know, living the way that Jesus did, like mirroring and mimicking that. And you think of just like leading with the Holy Spirit and shifting culture, shifting atmospheres. And I look at Jesus's life and, you know, you think of that scripture of all, all authority on heaven and earth has been given to you now go therefore and make disciples. And, you know, you have authority on heaven and earth to cast out demons, to, to do all those things, right. To raise people from the dead. That's what 
leading in our lane should look like, right? Pushing people on their purpose, walking in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, shifting culture. And that's just something that is a mandate to us that's written in the Bible. And it's something that I've tried to construct my life on is when I'm trying to figure out what does it look like to lead in my lane? What did Jesus do? What were the traits of his leadership that he walked in? What would you say to the person that's like, I haven't been walking with the Holy Spirit long. I don't know what that really looks like. Or what would you say to the person that is like, I'm very quiet. I'm very introverted. That's not really my thing. I don't like to be seen. I don't really care to be heard. I think that's so good, Britt. And I think practically when I think of like stepping into more leadership, I just think of confidence too and boldness. You know, I think of that verse, the righteous are as bold as a lion. And you think of Daniel and, you know, those who know God will do bold things. And I think of So so much of leadership is just a function of knowing the Lord, being led by the Holy Spirit and sitting under the voice of God. So often we forget as believers, we sit under the wisdom of God. We Mm -hmm. sit under the authority of heaven. We sit under God's voice. And so we have to remember that the moment we were born, we were set apart. God's call on our life has qualified us. And we can walk into any situation, any role, any job with high confidence because his call on our life has qualified us. And when we know that, propels us into deeper authority that propels us into deeper leadership, deeper confidence. I think also too, to just touch on what you're saying, I think that so often fear can play such a role in, you know, not stepping into your lane or stepping into leadership. And I just think of that verse, perfect love casts out all fear. Fear is a spirit around us. It's not in us. And I think so often the enemy will come in with fear in our life to try to rob us from something in our destiny to living Mm. in the fullness of our destiny. That is the role of fear. The ultimate role of fear is robbery to rob something from our life. And so when there's fear in our destiny, that's a spirit around us and a tactic of the enemy trying to rob something in the fullness of Mm. what God has for us in our lane, in our season and what we're called to. Yeah. I love that. And I love you talking on fear because, and we touched on this in the last podcast, but it's like a motto of my life has been feel the fear and do it anyway. I love that. It's like, there's going to be fear in every risk that you take and every mountain you climb and every great goal you're on your way to achieve, there will be fear. And so it's like, I've just gotten to a place in my life where I'm like the breakthrough on the other side of this fear is too big. I'm sick of bowing my knee to it. And so I think it's like, that's one of my encouragements to you listeners. Don't let fear stop you dead in your tracks, feel it and then get up and keep going anyway. And don't stop. You know, it's like, keep going. And I've almost used fear as a motivator now where I'm like, oh, the enemy's trying to scare me out of doing this. I'm going to do it anyway, because there must be a breakthrough coming. One thing that you've always said, Brittany, too, that I've loved, I think we both said it in our preaches at one time or another, was don't let fear dictate policy. And I think that's so true. I think we let fear dictate. You ain't the boss of me. Yeah. We let fear dictate so much of our life. And when when you remember that it's just a spirit around you, it's not in you, it's not of you, it's around you and you have authority over it. Yeah. That you can actually take control and cast that down and say that this actually doesn't, I do not permit fear in my life as I walk in leadership, as I walk in my lane. Yeah. 
No, that's so great. And I think another just practical word of advice for finding your lane is be true to you, be true to yourself and who God's created you to be, be true to your passions, be true to your giftings. And I think it is so easy to look at other people and compare ourselves with them. And the Lord has just taught me over the year that comparison is a killer and comparison is a thief of what God has destined for me. And the bottom line is that Jesus does not make replicas. He makes us to look so different and to be so set apart. And so for me to sit on the sidelines and watch you lead in your lanes and to think, wow, I just can't be like Mackenzie. I can't lead like her. Like when she talks, she talks with all this authority and I I don't talk with that kind of authority. And like, I see the way that she interacts with people and I just don't interact with people like that. Instead of buying into those lies from the enemy, I believe that we are to look at that and go, wow, like she is a powerful person. She speaks with so much authority. She speaks with so much confidence. She carries herself with so much charisma. That's awesome. That's not who I am. God's created me to be more quiet. I'm more reserved. I may be more on the back line, but God teach me how to lead with the giftings that you've entrusted me with. And I think that we have to be so cautious to not disqualify ourselves when the Lord has not disqualified us. And we need to be very careful to not take a sideline seat and sit and listen to a message like this and say, well, that's not me. God hasn't called me to be a leader because I want to say to all of our listeners today, like the Lord has called you to lead. And the whole point of us doing this podcast is to empower you and to encourage you to get up where you're at and find what are my giftings? What are my passions? What are my callings? What are things that bring life to me? Where am I being able to impact other people? And do that. And if you're quiet, do that. It's like I've had people that have been some of the most powerful influencer leaders in my life. And they led with so much peace and so much compassion and so much tenderness and so much understanding that that was what I needed in that season. I love that. I think there's just no room for comparison when you're leading in your lane. And, and I think we've just talked about that so much of, you know, you don't want to look like a copycat replica of the person around you. God has a specific destiny and calling on your life. He set you apart. He's, he's ordained something for your life that doesn't look like the girls next to you. And so I think remembering that and actually guarding your own heart, like you said, and guarding your mind of God has something different for me. And it looks so much different than the girl next to me. So I'm not going to buy into the lies of the enemy of comparison because we all have different gifts and talents over our lives. Yeah. And that's so good, Kins, because I was just sitting here thinking, you know, it's like I look at your life and here you're leading in this huge company, this big corporate setting, and you're leading amongst big leaders. And I'm, you know, working in the medical field and and also doing, you know, ministry stuff on the side. And then I look over at my husband and my husband's in an entertainment industry world and he's, you know, he's impacting people through music and through entertainment settings. 
And, you know, your job setting and my job setting and his job setting look so different from one another. Our personalities look so different from one another. And I I look even at, at a comparison between Jake and I, and my husband is naturally more of an introvert and I'm more of an extrovert. And I watch the way he ministers to people and he just sits with them and he just listens and he just hears their heart and he lets people just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And I realize like people trust him. They find such a safe place within him. And Jake leads in a way of he's true to himself. He's confident. He's secure. He's steadfast. He's a servant. He's humble. He's kind. And people trust him and they flock to him. And I watch the way he leads and impacts the people around him, whether it's his band members or his manager team or or me or our daughter or you know, whatever. It's like I see the way that he impacts people. And then it's like I look at me and I'm a lot more boisterous and I'm a lot more out loud and I'm a lot more opinionated and I have a lot stronger opinions on things. And yet God uses me in very powerful ways to cut through the point on things and get to the, get to the bottom line where I may not carry as much gentleness and I may not carry as much, um, tenderness as Jake carries, but it's like God uses us in very powerful ways within our own lanes so, so powerful. And I love what you said of just like recognizing the gifts and talents on other people's lives. And it makes me think back to Hebrews 12 of, you know, we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses and we must let go of every wound, every tactic of the enemy that has pierced us in the sin that we can so easily fall into. This is how we are able to run life's marathon race. That's the passion translation. And you think of the sin that so easily entangles us or the wounds that pierce us. What comes to mind is that Paul was talking about comparison. Hmm. the thief of destiny, right? Running your race steadfast. I think that comparison was such a thief to, to the fullness of that, right? Yeah. I think jealousy, offense, unforgiveness, those are all the sins that so easily entangle us Mm -hmm. when we're running our marathon race in our lane, you know? Yeah. And so I think of, I just, I get this prophetic picture all the time of just a bunch of people running around a track with their batons in their hand. And you think of us running this marathon and unless we have what it takes to stay focused and stay in our lane, like you think of the focus of the people in the Olympics running these races, if they for one second, take their eyes off the lane that they're in and they miss one tenth of a millisecond of that hundred yard dash, right? They lose the race Mm. or they fall short. And I think of the courage. I think of the focus, the steadfastness, the guarding of their minds in every single moment to stay fixed, their gaze fixed right at the finish Mm. line. And I just, I get this prophetic picture every time, because I think that so much of like, we have to remember that as believers to stay so focused on what God has called us to, yeah. not the lane of our best friend next to us. So good. Not the lane of the person that we want to be like, right. Mm-hmm. But just our lane, because if we lose our gaze for one moment, that distraction, that tactic of the yeah. enemy, that sin that so easily entangles us is the enemy is just waiting. He's sitting back and waiting for a moment to just pounce and get us to distract. Mm. And so I just want to encourage you guys today, stay fixed 
on the race, the lane that God has for you and ask the Holy spirit. Like it's our destiny is a journey and it's a process. Holy spirit. What lane do you have me in right now? Yeah. You know, and, and, and sit with the Lord and ask him what he has for you in this season. That's so powerful. Kins. That's so powerful. I love that so much. And I was just thinking, you know, another thing as you were talking is another key to finding your lane is to surround yourself with people who will call out destiny within you, people who think bigger than you, people who think broader than you, people who are in a more advanced stage of life than you, people who will push you, challenge you, call you out on things, encourage you when you need encouraged, correct you when they need when you need corrected. And I think it is so important that we don't just surround ourselves with a bunch of yes people, but we surround ourselves with people that will push us and that will make us better. That's one thing I admire so much about you, Britt. I think so much in our friendship of we have just pushed each other yeah. outside of our comfort zone yeah. to take risks, to make each other better and to never settle for the status quo. And I think that that's so much a core value probably in our relationship of like never letting each other settle, never letting each other compromise and never letting the other person look ordinary. So and good. I think that's so much just a part of the key of like the fullness of being in your lane and destiny. Yeah. And I think also of who you choose to let influence you. Yeah. And that's so powerful because we have to be very, we cannot take it lightly. Yeah. Who we permit to have access to our life, who we let speak into our life. We look like our five closest friends. We yeah. are a function of our people that we hang around. Yeah. And who we choose to have access to our life or to let lead in our life changes not only our life, but our wow. entire legacy. And Chris Valentin, we were listening to a message on him and he was just talking about choosing on purpose to commit to people and who is actually going to have access to your life. Mm. And because who you let speak into your life changes your life and your whole family. Yeah. And you want to follow people that are going to make you better. It's Amen. like, and I think he was mentioning that of like you we love a lot of people we are yeah. lovers of people and we love leading people but who am i gonna follow that's gonna make me better yeah. that that i'm gonna let influence my children my yeah. family my marriage because if you let fools influence your life your children will pay the price yeah. and i think that we so often give people access to our life to speak into it that god hasn't even permitted yeah. And so I think that's just something I want to empower everybody listening of just being on a journey with the Lord. Like who is he asking to, you know, come into your life and have leadership authority or speak into your life because not everybody should have access to that. Amen. I just kept thinking of that verse of those who run with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools suffers ruin. Mm -hmm. And it is so key that we surround ourselves with wise men and people that will challenge us and make us better. And in closing, I just want to encourage everyone to look for one person this week that you feel like encourages you that when you're with them, you're like, man, I just feel lighter. I feel 
more empowered. I feel more confident in who I am. I feel more secure in what God's called me to. Like they call out these things in me and humble yourself and go to them and just say, Hey, can I like check in with you once a week? Hey, can you mentor me? Hey, can you just like talk me through some things? And it's like, I, I'll be honest with you. I have had seasons in my life where it's like, I don't know who I am. I, I'm having a really hard time figuring it out. And I've had to humble myself and go to leaders in my life and just say, hey, can you remind me who I am? Because I don't know who I am right now. And, and it's like, that's a real thing. It's like even the strongest of leaders need reminded sometimes of who we are. And I will tell you, even to this day, I was on the phone with one of my mentors the other day and I was just talking to her about different things going on in my life. And she said, I'm going to remind you really quickly. She interrupted me in the middle of my sentence and she said, Brittany, I'm going to remind you really quickly who you are. And she went through this list of reminding me who I am, reminding mm-hmm. me of things God has used me to do, reminded me of, of destiny moments that, that I have had and that I have felt God has called over my life. And she said, in this instance, I see the enemy trying to get you to step outside of who God's called you to be. And she goes, the bottom line is just stop it. And I laughed at it because I thought it's so funny, but it really is that simple of the enemy tries to put these stupid lies in our head and we buy into them. And the bottom line is just stop it. Stop buying into the lies of the enemy. Stop listening to the voice of the accuser. Put yourself around people that love you, that love Jesus more than you, that you see more vision, purpose in their life and follow after them. Humble yourself. Ask if you can get under their leadership Mm -hmm. and, and be confident in the lane that God has called you to walk in. And exactly like what Ken said, find and fixate your eyes on the finish line and stop looking to the neighbor to the right. Stop looking at your neighbor on the left. Stop disqualifying yourself based on personalities, character, pains, hurts, traumas. Stop the disqualifying. Look at your finish line. Look at your talents, your giftings, your purpose, your the things that bring you life and run hard and fast towards Jesus. So good. And the best leaders inspire us to reach for something bigger than ourselves. And so we just want to encourage you today. If you're in a season where you're unsure of your lane, you're unsure of what God's called you to, this verse comes to mind and it's Habakkuk two, three, and it says, write the vision down, make it plain for all those to see it and run into it. And I just want to encourage you, write it down, share your heart with your friends, share your passions with your friends. God has called you. He's equipped you. He's placed a wild destiny on your life. And it's on the other side of fear, stepping out of your comfort zone and taking risks. And so we just want to speak over you that you carry the authority of heaven. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to you. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that Jesus has commanded them. For all of our listeners today, thank you so much for being on this leadership series with us. And we just speak over you the authority of heaven. And we just pray for every heart and mind under the sound of our voices today to come into alignment with heaven 
to come into alignment with the will of God, to be led by the spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives inside of you. And so we speak over you destiny and purpose and all that God has set before you. We speak over your spirit, steadfast perseverance to run the race set out before you, just like Paul laid out in Hebrews 12. Thank you so much for being a part of our leadership series. We love y'all. Stay tuned for all of our upcoming episodes in our Leading in Your Lane series. And as always, make sure you hit the subscribe button below so you don't miss an episode of Rising Radiant. Grab a friend, share this podcast. Life is better shared together. We love y'all. See you next time.